Good evening. Thank you for joining Candid Conversations. My name is Muriel. And my name is Ruby. We're real sisters sharing real stories within our community. We have another great show in store for you this evening. Our topic is going to be on mental health. Our guest tonight is the very own Victor Gotti Cherry, <laughs> our first man on the show. Yay! <laughs> We're going to get to know him a little bit better and his movement. Victor, we want to thank you so very much for joining us. You have been on a mission to raise awareness, and you've been making a massive impact in the community. And yes. we want to get to know a little bit about you. We want to know your background, where you're from. Who is Victor Gotti Cherry? Thank you. <laughs> I'm pleased. <laughs> well, Victor Gotti Cherry, Gotti means getting others together to improve. Uh, first and foremost, I was born and raised in Harlem, New York, what uh, people call as Black Mecca because of the Harlem Renaissance and so many different things that came out of Harlem. Uh, my life growing up, I was born in a poverty-stricken community, so I seen violence, I seen drugs, I seen domestic violence, mm -hmm. you know, I seen so much, and that played a part of the mental development that happened in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was physically or whether it was psychologically, okay. you know, I thought, you know, the way that you had to resolve uh, incidents were through violence, right. okay. you know, because that's what I was seen. That's mm -hmm. what I was you taught. And, uh, and like what I teach all the time, that violence is a learned behavior. Yes. So once you see it and you taught it, you believe that's the way mm -hmm. you have to live your life. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean... That's, that was basically my upbringing. I came from a good home, but I also seen, like I said, domestic violence. Uh, my grandfather used to abuse my grandmother, mm -hmm. and to that day she threw that hot water on his chest, right. and, and then it stopped oh, forever, uh -huh. you know? So certain, wow. certain things like that played in my psyche, so I knew mm -hmm. that's something I never wanted to do is be physical or anything with a woman and stuff like that, mm -hmm. especially, you know, I'm, I'm my grandmother's child, yeah. so, yes. so I, was, I was raised mm -hmm. by her, so... Um, Mental illness is very prevalent, and it's a blessing and a pleasure that you guys have me on the show even talking about it. You know, I know yes. you could have got so many other people, but I thank you. Well, yes. you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah, we've been following you, and we know that you have your own issues with uh, mental health, and we wanted to hear a little bit about that. Yes. Well, I was diagnosed in um, 2013 with bipolar, schizophrenia, and um, PTSD, and... Um, First, you know, I didn't have any type of uh, understanding of it until I started to research it myself. And then I was like, wow, you know, I am paranoid because I seen friends get shot in front of me, get murdered in front of me. Wow. You know, I always had to walk around like something can happen to me, right. you know, at any time. Right. So, and, you know, when you're growing up, you have all types of model, kill or be killed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd rather be I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Mm -hmm. and so all of those type of terminology right. plays with your psyche. Oh, right? yes. So you walk around angry like a lot of young men who you see in a hip-hop community. Mm -hmm. A lot of young men who you see that successful athletes walk around with that same type of aggression mm -hmm. because they didn't know how to manage it or deal with it exactly. or had a mentor or someone that right. helped Help them deal exactly. with it. Right. So um, Wow. I really had to study, you know, what, what bipolar, schizophrenia, PTSD was mm. for me to even accept that I even had the ailment and mm -hmm. stuff like that. How did you know? Uh, what made you just say, you know, this is something that I have, there's something wrong? Because, you know, when you start studying up the, uh, um, 
the ailments of PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, bipolar or schizophrenia. One, I'm somebody father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a community leader. Yes. Uh, I'm a lover. So I wear multiple different personalities as it is. Okay. And sometimes people don't know how to manage it. I have friends, they get in an argument with their they wife or their girlfriend. They mm-hmm. be like, yo, I'm Killer Mike. Do you know who I am? Right. Oh, oh, You're not God. Killer Mike. <laughs> oh, Your name gosh. is Michael. Right. Your mother <laughs> named you Michael. And you don't work, give yourself that and name. You work yes. in Home Depot. Right. <laughs> You're not that. Yeah. Right. So when you have so many different type of personalities, right. you lose yourself. Yeah. And and what they call it, personality disorder, mm-hmm. okay. as part of it. Mm-hmm. So you lose yourself, and sometimes that's who I was. Like, yeah. yo, who you know you talking to? Mm-hmm. I was one of them people okay. as well. Mm-hmm. When a woman wanted me to man up and be the man that I wanted to be, I gave her the image that I wanted her to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that okay. sound kind of deep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but seriously, mm-hmm. that's what helped me understand that I had an issue or a problem because... I was hiding behind the mask of a published author, of a motivational speaker, of a life coach. Oh of, I was hiding behind that mask, just like a lot of my friends who are successful in their fields of sports and entertainment. They hide behind the jury, the cars, the money, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the position. So people were so mesmerized with their position, seeing past that problem, because they either have the people... Uh, coaching that problem, like it's okay. It's all right, man. She's just jealous of you because you make seven figures. You know what I'm saying? No, she's really trying to help you settle down. She's telling you to put the bottle down. She's right. telling you to put the weed down. She's telling you to be to more responsible with exactly. your children. Yes. Not send your children out to somewhere. You teach them sports. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you teach them math and things of that nature. Right. So a lot of times people that wear that mask, they lose themselves in that uh, personality disorder. I like that. I was just on an international tour, mental health tour, this past weekend, Mm -hmm. and I literally myself removed the mask regarding uh, my own mental illness. Wow. So we just really appreciate you being here because there's a lot of men out there who really, they're afraid to step up. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that there's such a stigma associated with mental health as well as why do you think it's so hard for men to step up? Because men have this stigma that we always have to be in power. Mm. We always have to be, I mean, society do that. They make you into the protector and the provider. And us being, you know, Africans, we always had, you know, like if you look at nature, animals follow the mother. Right. <laughs> they don't follow the man, you know. And, and you look at uh, women like Queen and Zinga, you know, Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. These was women who was protectors and providers. Right. So we psychologically let society labels of, Who's the protector? Who's right. the provider? When it's supposed to be a team yeah. issue. Team right. effort. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So men have to deal with a lot of that, that, you know, they maybe can't provide for their family. Right. So they use aggression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and it pushes the woman away, and it moves them further away of getting some type of help. That's so true. Yeah, that is very mm-hmm. true. It's a partnership. Yes. It. Yes. How does it feel to live every single day knowing that, okay, I have these mental issues, how do you react? What do you, how do you deal with it? How do you cope with it? How do you go around your daily life? Well, myself, uh, personally, you know, with my mental ailment, I don't uh, um, tell anyone or anybody to live how I accordingly live. That's how it works you for you. Know? But I never took any type of medication uh, for my mental ailment. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I do things like holistically. I meditate. I take baths. You know, I may have a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. I may listen to some Zen music. Yes. I may listen to jazz. Right. You know, if I'm in a relationship, I may have a woman rub my head, you know, or rub my feet. Mm -hmm. So those are the type of things that will help, you know, most people with their mental ailment is pampering, yes. is catering yourself, yes. is loving yourself. Yes. Because usually people who have those mental ailments breakdowns mm -hmm. is because the world is being closed into them. And that's what causes the tension. That's what causes the aggravation mm -hmm. and frustration mm -hmm. or, or, or them feel like the world is against them. But mm -hmm. when you catering to yourself and you feel good, right. that pain eases. eases. So that's what I teach people who are dealing with some type of mental okay. illness or PTSD. Find your medium. Find how to manage your lifestyle because you're going to deal with this the rest of your life. Yes. You know, you don't want to take a lot of medication that's going to mess up your kidneys or your liver and your things like there that. You go. So how can you manage dealing with, you know, these emotional and these feelings that you're dealing with? You mentioned medication. Are you taking any medication? No, I don't take no don't type take... of medication. I take herbs okay. and stuff like that. You know, dandelion, holistic, holistic yeah, the holistic approach, mm -hmm. things that come from the earth. Okay. I don't want nobody fixing up something and laugh, think it's going to work for me. <laughs> yes. Because I weigh 200 pounds right. and a guy may be a European right. and he weighs 200 pounds. Everyone's different. We're, our DNA is totally different. Totally different. You know, I, 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 um, our physical makeup is totally different. It so is. I'm not going to take what he has no. and he shouldn't take what I have. Right. So I need something that's totally prescribed for me. There you, go. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's from the creator of creation. Yes. There you go. You know, so I'm going to take something from creation. That's Very right. Very good. What would you tell somebody that's going through mental health? Where, what would you advise them to do? Well, first, you know, seek it, help it, 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 it depends on their ailments with mental health, mm -hmm. you know, because some people have serious issues than others. Some people are um, more um, receptive of, of their conditions and they think it's cool and it's okay. And it's all right because they don't have an understanding. She had an understanding with my ailments, okay. you know, mm -hmm. because of the people that I lost in front of me, okay. uh, the pain that I dealt with, the okay. abandonment, the letdown. Yeah. So I had mentors in my life. They mm -hmm. wasn't mental health mentors, mm -hmm. but they helped me lead me to who I supposed okay. to be. Okay. You know, my, 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 my mentor, Sean Dove and Jeff Kennedy, they always told me that I had the power to change my decisions. Yes. So that was a step one of medication, knowing yes, that yes. I had the power. So now that I have the power, what I'm going to do with it? Yeah. I'm going to take me a bath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink me some wine. I'm relax I'm my gonna mind. I'm going to give me a massage. Yes. <laughs> so now that I know I am the master of my possibility, mm -hmm. I'm going to create a environment of peace, of love, Absolutely. of serenity. There you go. And some people have money that don't know how wow. to do that. Yes. That is great. It is you awesome. You learn how to deal with it. Well, you had a mentor, yes. but you dealt, You learn how to deal with it without yes. the medication. Yes. Most people, they go to the doctor, they put them on medication, and that's it. Yep. It's medication, 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 and medication. They can't even concentrate. Yeah. And sometimes that medication leads them to a, what they call a dual diagnosis. So they're on uh, um, um, renilam and all, of, all those other type of medications mm -hmm. that, you know, those doctors prescribe, and then they may want to smoke weed. Right. And then they may want to drink alcohol. Right. So now they have a dual diagnosis. So now they're okay. dealing with a substance abuse, mm -hmm. and they're dealing with mental illness. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. you find that prevalent of people who have mental illness mm -hmm. because they're trying to hide. Yes. They, they, now they, the degrees is not 
working no more. Mm -hmm. The clothing is not working mm -mm. no more. So now they're <laughs> running behind the bottles mm -hmm. and, and all of those type of substance. So mental right. degrees, we have to have more conversation. And I thank you guys, and I thank you guys, and I thank you guys, mm -hmm. you know, for having shows like this yes. that maybe some, something I say can touch someone That's out right. there. Or maybe something you say can touch someone out there. That's or right. we can just do it collectively. Absolutely. You know? That's what we're about. Yeah, we appreciate you being here also. Thank we'll you. Talk about it. Thank Talk you. about it. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you, you weren't on any medication, but are you seeking therapy? Oh, yes, I seek therapy from different people. This right here is therapy. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Because it lets mm -hmm. me know that there are people struggling like this. Mm -hmm. I have friends who are still struggling with them, and I'm their th therapy. I'm their yes. uh, coming like out that. party exactly. of I have bipolar, I have mm -hmm. schizophrenia, mm -hmm. I have PTSD. Like so that. come on out with me, mm -hmm. and That's let great. me show you how to manage this thing. Mm -hmm. That's great, because you're nice and calm. Yes. You are <laughs> so calm. You're a calm person, easygoing person. Thank you. That is great. It's a lot of practice. Yes. It's a lot of practice, and that's what doctors are. They just practice. That's if it. if just they practice mess up it. something, what is it called? Malpractice. <laughs> so every day we practice it. Every day we're working on ourselves. You know? That's the truth. I like that. That's true, though. Yeah. They're well, practicing. You know, yeah. I've seen you on so many different panels. Yes. I think that's where I first seen you on uh, one of the mental health of Central Florida. I think yes. you were on the panel yes. there. Yes, And it's just wonderful to see people advocating on mental health. Why do you choose to be an advocate because you know i lost so many people to suicide as well okay. who were great people and good people and they was always um um the go-to person mm -hmm. because nobody asked the, the the leader the chief hmm. the head honcho is they okay is they all right nobody come and say let me give you a hug let me it's hold true. your hand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like men we don't talk about that in the locker room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you know, uh, I think it was, uh, um, I forgot the brother name who wrote Men Crying the Dog, mm -hmm. the radio guy, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Michael Basin. Michael Basin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so many men crying the dog. I love when I cry. Yeah. Because there's sometimes so much that I hold in it's because I have to be the leader. Exactly. I have to be the father. I have to be the protector. I have to be all those things. Yeah. But who's going to be that for me? For you, right? You know, so mm -hmm. that's where the manage, management comes in mm -hmm. to be the CEO of your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Do you have, with all that being said, tell me, I'm going a little deeper here. Go ahead. How I got my it, goggles. How is it for Victor Cherry to be in a relationship? How, how are relationships with Victor Cherry? Well, I can admit I can be very difficult. You know, and the reason why I say difficult because... Everything that I do in my life is very strategic, and mm -hmm. some of that plays with life skills, and some of it plays with the mental ailment because yeah. you've been hurt so many times, right. and you have mentored and, 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 and ministered to other people who have been hurt. Right. So now it's time to protect your feelings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time when a woman wants to talk, I may don't want to talk. I may want to talk about something else. Exactly. You know, so sometimes I'm, I'm open, but I'm not open, especially to someone who's not sensitive, to, to mental illness, mm -hmm. you know, I was in a relationship and, and a woman thought mental illness was a disease, you know, like, oh my God, let me put up the X across, right. he's Damien the Omen, yes. you know. Did you tell her to read on it? Yeah, I told her to read on it, you know, but sometimes, like I said, you know, when you're dealing with people sometimes from different cultures, different nationalities, different uh, uh, um social backgrounds okay. and things like that it's hard to communicate it is 
it, you know, and, and it's a book called The Love Language. Mm -hmm. I, I communicate on the love language. Okay. I'm going to show you how I appreciate you. I'm going to show you how I, I, I feel by the way I touch you or mm -hmm. talk to you mm -hmm. or, or the things that I manifest, how I feel to you. Right. So, so if you can't grasp onto that language, then we have You're a blockage yes. of communication. Yeah. You're in trouble there. With uh, your diagnoses, you mentioned bipolar, you mentioned PTSD, schizophrenia. Yes. Can you tell us a few of the symptoms you were experiencing? Well, a lot of the symptoms I was feeling, I was having, you know, pain in my shoulders. Uh, I was very anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I was angry and upset all the time because I wanted things just perfect. Mm -hmm. and it's never perfect. Nothing can ever be no. perfect, right. you know. And for me, losing people so much, you know, my affection and passion of love mm -hmm. for individuals and people, when it wasn't reciprocated, I'm mad and depressed. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm trying to show them how much I love them and appreciate them. Right. And then other symptoms that I had is I used to go out and eat three, four times a day just to make other people happy. Mm. So in the process wow. of that, I was becoming obese. Okay. And, by, but, and, and, and I also, you know, was drinking more heavily than usual, right. you know what I'm saying? So all of those type of things was being tied into my life. Okay. And me helping people and, 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 and getting praise, oh, man, you're the best speaker, right, right, oh, right. you're the best poet, oh, you're the greatest and this and that. Uh -huh. You look past all of those things. You, you find yourself 240 pounds, wow. but everybody's smiling with you happy because the drinks is flowing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you're saying oh something so prophetic <laughs> that they never heard or they want to hear, right. but they don't want to accept it, but they like you saying it. Mm -hmm. right. you know, so now you find yourself in an egotistic mm. world, yes. mm -hmm. being around egotistic people. people. Yes. So now you massaging people egos and losing yourself, yourself. in the process mm. of helping them. Oh, so. I yes. mean, it's, it's, thank you. You know, it's, it's just when you're dealing with mental illness, you have to manage your life because you can get lost in the process of helping somebody or you can be in the process of being in a Stockholm relationship, mm -hmm. you know. So you become to be now the abuser or you become to accept abuse. Oh, man, it's okay. Mm -hmm. She got mental illness. Yes. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> you know, he got mental illness. Not okay. you know, no, no, it's not okay. No. It's not okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to switch this up a little bit. You <laughs> I'm have sorry. Shared, no, I'm just saying, you have shared a lot with us. You've given us symptoms. You've told us about the types of people that are hiding behind the mask. Yes. So we want to know what does Victor Cherry do on his spare time, on his free time? On my what? spare time, free time? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I, love, I love poetry. Okay. I love poetry because I love words, because words is powerful. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love uh, a beautiful ambiance. Mm -hmm. You know, I love watching nature in the process of growing mm -hmm. and developing. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I love beautiful women. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I, Victor Terry, love beautiful women. Um, just those type of things that help me appreciate life. I love children. I love elders. Mm -hmm. Soaking up what elders talk about from the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, what so they overcame. You know, I'm a, what they call, I love an eye for an eye. Mm -hmm. And the eye for an eye means inspiration and information. Okay. So I love that. I love inspiring someone and someone inspiring me and giving me information. I'm giving them information. And when we leave, we leave so full. Mm -hmm. You know, like this here, I'm, I'm full. 
I'm yeah. full. Awesome. I need to get some more plates. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about being part of the Black Male Achievements. Oh, Black Male Achievement campaign? Oh, my uh, mentor, uh, Sean Dove, he's the president and CEO of the Black Male Campaign for mm -hmm. uh, Achievement. And it's dealing with uh, young black males in America. Okay. And so many individuals around the country are a part of it. We have the big like conventions and stuff at the Muhammad Ali Center mm. in um, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. My mentor got the key to the city for all of the stuff that he do mm -hmm. and the work that he do. Mm -hmm. He have programs called Proud Papa okay. where he teach young men, young men fatherhood okay. and things of that nature. You know, so I mean, like I said, he helped me mm -hmm. and I helped him, you know, because he had his illness that he was suffering. You know, when we first got together over 27 years, wow. you know, and I had my things that I was suffering with pain. Yes. And we helped one Each another, other. even though we went separate ways, that we mm -hmm. still continue to do the work. Awesome. And when we look at one another and look at 27 mm -hmm. years behind, and we're like, <laughs> wow. Uh -huh. And that's what mentorship and partnership is about. Yes. So the campaign of Black Male Achievement, that's what it does. It helps young black boys and young black men to grow up to be young black fathers. Absolutely. That's wonderful. You know. We need things of that nature. We definitely do. I saw that you were involved with the Anti-Gun Initiative Program. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about Well, Anti-Gun Initiative Programs is basically about, you know, preventing violence and stopping violence. And yes, as we see, we have gun issues in this, um, yes, in this country and stuff. I posed uh, years ago, what I'm still going to lobby about is that we need to have insurance for every firearm that's, you know, being sold and checked. So if that firearm get in the wrong hands, that insurance can pay for someone's child's uh, funeral okay. and also go to their parents the same way we have insurance for how many cars we have. Exactly. Okay. We should have insurance for how many guns. You want to be a firearm like owner? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You got 20 guns? Mm -hmm. You need to have insurance on yeah, every I last like one of them 20 guns. Very nice. Because I play the street. Yes. You know, I have friends who had 10 firearms, and when there was hard times, mm -hmm. they mistakenly lost that gun. Yes. And it ended up in New York shooting or killing somebody. Mm -hmm. So it should be insurance on those firearms. Uh, President Trump, please, I would love to sit with you, talk to you, and also work with you, President Trump. Yeah. And we can create a bill around firearms and hopefully can stop some of this uh, uh, since the acts of shootings that we've been having over yeah. these few years. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm for it. Thank you. <laughs> you are the recipient of CBS News Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Fulfilling the Dream Award. Can you tell us about that and how did it make you feel? Oh man, that that has that is one of the most um, it's one of my greatest accolades of my life mm -hmm. because I looked up to Martin Luther King so much, you know, how the obedience and patience that he had you know, at that young age, he was leading marches at 25 years old where there was pastors and reverends before him couldn't reach mm -hmm. that type of magnitude, and okay. he did. And, and like me, I'm a different type of leader. You're not spitting on me. Mm. You're not throwing any rocks at me. <laughs> no. You know, for him to even look past that and look forward, that mm. he wanted people to unite so much. And right. for me to even get a award like that, yes. oh my that's not going to take nobody spitting throwing rocks at him. No. So it, it was something big for me. And that is that. And I also shared that with my mentor because I was awarded for it. But my mentor played a part in my life 
when I did that thing with that television program mm. and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I wanted him to be present. That's nice. You yeah. know? I like that. What, tell us about your upcoming projects. <laughs> uh, my upcoming projects, uh, as you see the shirt, Strong Minded Men. Mm -hmm. uh, Strong Minded Men, this is an initiative and a program that I mentor young uh, black males and just young males in general, you know, because I believe in uh, multiculturalism. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe in uh, diversity. Okay. And, um, and, and these are the type of things I teach uh, the young men that's around me or young men who may contact me via social media. Yeah. You know, I teach them about their culture. Mm -hmm. I teach them about obedience. I teach them about discipline. I teach them about mental health and those things. So when they walk outside, they don't mm -hmm. be ashamed of Good. who they are. Good. And um, projects that I'm working on, I'm working on um, finishing up my memoir called Open Hearted. Okay. It's a book of my relationships, whether mm. with love, lust, obligation, or appreciation. All right. And it's, it's never, it's, it's a, it, it having never, ever, ever been a book written like this mm -hmm. because the book have about 12 or 13 of my exes. Oh, boy. And they wrote about the relationship with me. Really? Oh, that's nice. Yes, and I'm writing about the relationship with them. I can't wait to read know? this one. So that's what I'm working on is that. A new twist? Yes, mm -hmm. and, and this, just different initiatives and things wow. like that I'm working on and stuff and working with other writers mm -hmm. and other people who are struggling with, you know, their mental illness and stuff. Okay. So I'm being an example of showing them that, you know, this is not your struggle. Mm -mm. This is our struggle. Absolutely. This is the village that our ancestors told us about mm -hmm. that we need to come together to raise our children. There you go. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How can everyone get in contact with you? Well, you can get in contact with me uh, via email at cherrydreamsinc at gmail.com. That's C-H-E-R-R-Y-D-R-E-A-M-S-I-N-C at gmail.com or you can contact me on uh, Instagram at Cherry Dreams Inc. on Instagram or you can just contact the uh, studio here and they can um, get in contact with me. Very okay. good. We just want to thank you for being here today and being our guest. Thank you I so thank much. You guys. Thank you so much. Very informative. Yes, and thank your you. work in the community is absolutely honorable and we applaud you. Thank you. We thank you for being transparent and yes. sharing your mental health battles with us and also for being an advocate for those with mental health and I'm sure sh your story as well as your message has trans uh, will transform many lives definitely thank you we want to thank you all for joining us this evening tune in next Tuesday 6 p.m. for another special guest right here from our community sharing their journey and closing Closing mental, uh, mental health affects one in four people every year. By sharing our experiences, together we can end the stigma and let others affected with mental illness know they are not alone. Look at the person and not the illness. I hope that we were able to shed some light on mental illness with you all today. It's not our differences that divide us. It's our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate our differences. If you or someone you know is having a mental health crisis, please contact the NAMI Orlando hotline at 1-800-950-NAMI, or you can text 741-741. And we cannot forget about our veterans. Contact the Veterans Crisis Line, 1-800-273-8255, or you can text 838-255. We thank you for tuning in to Candid Conversations.